I'm retarded. Okay. <laughs> hey everyone, and welcome to episode 70 of the Behind the Edge podcast. I'm your host, Murkon, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Jake, Kai, and Vex. We also have a special guest on the podcast today, Jesse Jarris, uh, which you may also think of as Jesse Jaraz, Jesse Jaraz, Jesse Jaros, and probably a whole lot it's of different other Murkon, names. It's Jesse Jarrus. You fucked it up. Jarrus. Did I say Jarrus? <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry. No. Dumb it's all good. Jesse uh, no. Jarrus. <laughs> you gotta it's gotta you gotta get the repetition in, otherwise it'll never stick. You gotta say it like it's all about times. baby steps. Okay, he's not Jesse no more, he's Jarrus. 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 From now on. Nailed it. Nice. <laughs> Alright. Well Hello? let's uh let's <laughs> get Gil. What's happening? Anyways, about about um the, the giveaway. Oh, yeah. The giveaway we're doing for that. Oh, we have a giveaway. The, yes, we, we do. The have giveaway, a giveaway that no one entered besides like three people. And we have. Okay. Um, so. We have Jesse here I, to guide us through the drawing process. <laughs> I. Oh, this will be interesting. I'm going to. I put all the names to a, a generator. I'm going to run it. And then I, I will send the name to Jesse over Discord and he can say it out loud. Okay. That way, I don't have to pronounce it, and he gets to uh, work with it. Also, oh boy, out, out of oh, all the perfect. out of all the favorite host questions, I only got picked for fucking one. I appreciate you, Eli. All the rest of you <laughs> can go and fuck yourselves. Dicks. I have yet to see the results. Of That's this, it's going to uh, stay that way. So I don't want you guys to see how loved you are. <laughs> no one, no one recognizes how much work I do. Okay. All right. Let's. Uh, how the fuck do we spin this wheel? There we go. Okay. We're going. We're going. And this is the We're giveaway going. for the Spyderco yeah. Chaparral. Hey! Holy shit! Yeah, that's awesome. Okay. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to send this over to you, Jesse, and everyone else can share my excitement as well, uh, if you okay. guys know. Okay. All I right. sent that name, Jesse. If you will read oh, the winner of the Spyderco okay. Chaparral Lightweight Out Loud. The winner. Oh, solid. Okay. The winner is Chris McDonald. Let's go. Nice. Hey. 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 They're not S14. Is that S14? I don't know. Yeah, it is for team. I don't know. His name's Chris. Let's go. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. So congratulations, uh, Chris. Chris. Patreon member. Uh, you know, huge benefit. Thank you so much, Chris. I, I hope you enjoy it. Yeah. Um, always nice to have you guys listening, and uh, yeah, just our way of giving back. Anyways, onto the juicy stuff. What are we carrying today, boys? <laughs> Motherfucker, I get to go first. Okay. <laughs> oh um, no. I'm gonna leave this off by saying, Jesse, I, I sincerely apologize. Um, I knew nothing of your knives before I got this. Um, it, it's just, I, I just didn't, I don't have an excuse really. Um, I'm not, a but fan. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm not really, but I'm, I, I'll pretend I'm sorry. Um, in all seriousness, uh, for spooky swap this year, uh, I ended up getting fucking Jesse rigged, and rigged. instead of, you know, buying what? me a knife, it was rigged, dude. <laughs> it's rigged. Jake organized come, the thing. It's I'll, rigged. I'll, I'll come back fast. to the rigging in a second. <laughs> Kai, we, we I both. didn't rig it. I randomized names only four times. <laughs> just until... <laughs> only, no. Oh, so it took you four <laughs> times to save scum your way. That's right. Yeah, that's yeah. not bad, right? So, uh, <laughs> is this good. is this knife pronounced... Is the name the, the Archon or Archon? Archon, like K. Archon, cool. So I got a spooky Archon from Jesse. That's it is so cool. oh my god gorgeous i will post pictures of discord for you boys uh he knocked it out of the fucking park yeah, that's great. um Thank to, you. to be a completely unknown maker 
that me and no one else have ever heard of in their lives. Uh, he did really good for this. Uh, was <laughs> Jesse? What is this like your your second or third knife you've made? Ah, uh, yeah, like the, like the second one, yeah. Dude, I'm second one ever. Keep it up, and one day, one day you might even have a table blade show, dude. Yeah, dude, maybe someday you could get a collab, maybe with like a small company. I don't know. <laughs> There's a first time for everything, yeah, right? Don't don't forget to be humble on your way to the middle. No, you you did. F I'm, I'm sure you saw from the video. You did fucking stellar. Yeah, um, thanks, man. Like I said, I, I really, I, I honestly was not familiar with your knife models. Uh, this thing is like the ergos on it are fucking great. Fit and finish, obviously, fucking perfect. Um, he also put a, a little boo inside, which I didn't notice That's until the next day because he had taken pictures of it. Aww. It was great. That's adorable. Uh, so I, I appreciate it, Jesse. And Kai, on the oh, note yeah. of rigging, everyone thinks I rigged it. I really genuinely did yeah, it yeah, this no, year. I was, um, yeah. I was <laughs> tempted, year, though. Just this year. I was, yeah. Oh, every other year I do. Um, <laughs> no. So this year I, I was ever so slightly tempted. Like, I had that little that little voice in the back of my head that's like, rig it <laughs> so it, you get Sean. Get cool. Because me and Sean were talking about a custom whaler, and I was that's like, you sick. could have a custom whaler, you dumb bitch. But yeah. I'm glad I didn't. Um, yeah, but this, this is fucking sick. And thanks again, Jesse. Thanks, man. Yeah, sure I was not. I was stoked to be able to get it to you before we did this uh, because I, I wanted to hear you talk about it, and uh, so it all worked out. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's it looks sick. This is it's fucking incredible. I'll, I'll send you pictures, Marcon, because really well. I know you're squirming right now. Yeah, yeah. Everyone did really well. Yeah, this I, year I need to see spooky. what you're talking about. Dude, yeah, this man. this year's spooky stuff was fucking sick. Yeah, it was crazy. Insane. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I was I was able to ball out a little bit thanks to my new job, but uh, everybody fucking went like balls to the wall. Like it was yeah, it was yeah, fucking. Yeah. Everyone. I thought I was going was like a little sick, bit dude. over with the the custom Trevor Burger that I sent to um, he who shall not be named until like he gets in. I don't know a couple days. Having <laughs> proxied that and handled it, I yeah. like if. I don't even like small knives that much. That yeah. thing was fucking sick. I, I wanted yeah. to keep it. it was I did. Urban, nice. right? Yeah, yeah. It was a custom urban from yeah. Canada. Yep, yep, That's yep. Sick. Yeah, but I thought I went a bit overkill, and then Jake was just casually like, "Oh, I got him a, a custom. Uh, was it Crawford? Was it Kit Carson? Crawford or Kit Carson? No, Kit Carson. Kit Carson yeah. He was like, yeah. "Oh, I got him a custom Kit Carson." I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Is this just the the bare?" Well, every other now? year it's been kind of like. I've been trying to stay in the price range this year. Like I said, I, that new job helped out a little bit, but I was able to, uh, yeah, spice it up a little bit. And yeah, Hank, Hank's that's, a good boy. Yeah, that's it. Oh, Hank loves his... You got the plushie as well, the, the dick plushie. It was really funny. Oh, my um, God. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I won't get into that too much on the episode, but that... that dude, me and my wife were dying laughing. <laughs> it's fucked up because um, All right. his kid got it, like, immediately. Um, and claimed it. Anyways, moving on. Merrick, what are you we'll carrying? Merrick, what are you uh, I'm, I'm much less exciting today. I, I got my VEC-P back from uh, Cap City Creation, so I've been carrying that for like three days. Cause now what did you have done to this one? Uh, uh, I just had him just mill a frag pattern in the handles because oh, it was, it was really on. slick. So it's just super simple. Um, and just the, the Ergo's already great. Now it actually sticks in my hand really nicely. I'm super happy with it. Nice. Um, and I've got actually uh, my uh, Lamia, Lamia, however we say that one, because pronunciations Lamia. are hard. Yeah, that sounds about right. Uh, I've got that out with um, AR Custom Knives getting a bearing mod and uh, and handle milling also done. So I guess that's what okay, I'm doing with okay. everything now is just milling all of it. Hey, Merc. Um, dibs. Yeah. 
<laughs> you, if, you're, if, if you're if you're putting bearings on Lamia, dips hard fucking dips. Yep. Good God, it's a it's Vanex also. Uh, because dude, the, you know the the I'm I'm not gonna get into it. I I don't I, I definitely don't want to get into it since Jesse's on here. I fucking hate that dude. But that knife is good. Anyway. Um, oh Kai. yeah. Well, we don't need to talk about that yes, whole deal. Kai, what do you what do you got? Um, I am probably going to carry two knives like around the house today. Uh, I'm going to carry my custom Mitchell Clark uh, gunstock, which just came in the mail like, I don't know, Ooh. two, three dibs. weeks ago. What is this, your sixth on one? That. No, it's my second one. No, actually, no, my third. Okay, I, having I got never had... One. Yeah, what's up? I still have had none, so that's uh, it's high on my dip Yeah, but you list, have like 25 Roosevelt's, so maybe you should sell them yeah, to 25. I get could. Be that hard. <laughs> I, just, I just want to get his books, really. Yeah. He's, How have you not? List. Uh, I've been busy. I don't know. I think he's opening. His, he should be opening been, his books like again, probably next year. So they're, they're supposed to open up. I think yeah, soon. In, in and like I'm, I'm planning years. on jumping. Yeah, on I might then. jump on it again, <laughs> just because like he's <laughs> such a good guy, man. Like his knives are so good. Um, and so yeah, so this nice. Is a, this is a full dress. Oh, Jesse, have you had a, a Clark before as well? No, I'm in a pass round for one, so Ooh, I can't wait nice. to check it out. Yeah, yeah it's, it's oh, that one's rare. coming around. Yeah, you, you, I, I think you'll like it. They're, they're, they're solid. Yeah. I'm excited. Just seeing pictures, like I can tell. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a cool one. It's good stuff, man. Um, so yeah, this is like it just came in the mail. Had to clear customs and all that like uh, a while ago, and then I'm gonna carry that, and then my Sage Five lightweight with uh, carbon fiber scales. Uh, because I have to go to the gym later. So, yeah, that's all I got for today. Well, what, nice. do you have, Vex? Uh, what do you have, Vex? Um, I carried my spec today. <clears throat> um, what, you felt like flexing on the the non-upper oh, middle class? I'm, I'm, I'm dead broke, literally. <laughs> but anyway, just kidding. Um, Wait, is this a custom spec? Carries all the specs. Yeah, he has a custom. You're carrying fucking two thousand dollar knife, like I ain't I'm even got broke. money from McDonald's right now. I technically got it for man, free in a trade, so <laughs> I'm not really really worried about it. But I love that knife because it's like ground like ten thousandths, and I think some parts are like sub ten thousandths, which is insane for a folder that's not a freaking trad or slip joint. So when you have a knife like that, you kind of want to use it. Because you're just like, you know what? Um, it's going to cut really well. And I hate knives that don't cut worth the shit, and they're expensive. Because then you're kind of just wasting your money, in my opinion. Tell them about but your anyways, more expensive... That's irrelevant. Uh, you have a more what? expensive one, don't you? Oh, you had... No, I yeah, traded yeah, it for this had. one. How much was that one worth? And that was just too expensive. Oh, well, I don't know. It was expensive, but it was like too nice to carry. This one's like the perfect config for me because it's wood, which is not a good config to carry. You hate these, wood, dude. Like, what's like, going I'm on? Not, I love one. What the heck? You said, like, a while ago, you said oh, you don't trust it. Edit that like, out. Edit that out. Oh, just <laughs> phase. You phased out of it. Nice. I respect it. No, I, yeah, I'm, what I'm, is love? Shows real maturity. I'm, I'm going through a midlife crisis. I love slip joints now. I love Oh, my God. Now. He's come full circle. Hey, it's, it's hard bearings. to beat a nice, thick, like, really, really grainy vascular piece of wood jesus christ shut up i just hate everything about yeah, what you just every said every word hey that you jesse just what are you carrying Bible? today anyways yeah what are you carrying jesse yeah, what you got? uh i don't have anything i carry on me i'm at my desk which is like very clean because i keep finished knives up here so i've got a couple knives i finished in the last two days um an archon and an applejack i've got another archon i gotta put together but as for what I'm carrying, I've been rocking a TJ Schwartz 
uh, Lucas Burnley collab turn spelled T-E-R-N uh, fixed blade. Oh, nice. And oh, okay. one of my own personal builds uh, of uh, one of the Archons. So, yeah, both in Magna Cut, uh, all the rage as you boys I have know. not seen this turn before. This looks pretty Apple fucking Jack, slick. Like, so bad, dude. I regret not getting I one. I know you opened up your books. West. I know you opened up your books, like, oh, uh, like literally two days ago um, for Applejacks. Uh, for sale, and I so missed it. It wasn't an open books, but it was uh, it was like a uh, you could purchase them from my website. Uh, if you fuck. want one, uh, uh, no pressure. I actually have an extra right in front of. Uh, Whoa. Uh, oh snap! Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, yeah, okay. not gonna put you on the spot. Well, we'll talk about this after podcast. <laughs> hey, speaking speaking of Apple Jacks, Jesse, are you gonna do any more that have the integrated bottle opener, or is that is that gone? You know. I, I get asked that every time I put some of these out, so I probably have to. I personally <laughs> don't like it, and that's why I've hesitated to do more of them. But if people want them, I should probably listen. So, Okay. Oh, four-inch handle on these. Ah. Yeah, I on had the, an uh, Applejack years ago. I kind of hmm. want one of these. Yeah, they're like. Are oh, you looking at the really turn right now? Very well done. I'm looking well. at I'm looking at Jesse's site because, like I said, I didn't know any of his yeah models. Uh, I also like the Merlin a lot. This thing's fucking cool looking. Oh, thanks, man. I have nice. way too many fixed blades right now that I. But. Yeah, Mercon. The so the the Applejack now is uh, beefed up quite a bit. I mean, it's not like a thick chunky. I don't do thick chunky knives, but right. It's uh, yeah. it's got more substantial scales. And they are, I don't know, it adds a lot to the feel of the, the knife in hand. Slightly so thicker cool. blade, okay. ground much thinner, uh, full 8-inch hollow grind, which is kind of unique on a slip joint. Oh, um, nice. So it's it's really thin. So that's Are these pretty, cool. pretty light, too? Because that, it says it's sick. linerless. Oh, they're light. Right? Yeah, it's uh, 1.8 ounces. They're Holy really light. shit. Yeah. I handled yeah, the one I had way back in the day, nice. I think, was like green G10. This was, But this was... Probably 2015, 2016, somewhere in there. Yeah. Um, so it's <laughs> quite a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. It's so cool, dude. Like, yeah. Um, check Thanks. out Jesse's stuff. He makes really good stuff. Uh, thin grinds as well. Speaking of, um, well, I was gonna go into what. What do we have coming in? Because um, I think that's a good transition to say that I have two of Jesse's knives coming in. They're still in the mail. <laughs> they finally reached the country, but they're in customs at the moment. So I'm gonna have to clear that up. Um, when are you just gonna move to America? America? Okay, I've handled, I've handled both of them, so don't you worry. Oh, yeah, <laughs> they needed yes, a little yeah. love uh, <laughs> when I got them, so you didn't see them at their best. Oh yeah, with full character and all that. Oh, um, so yeah. <laughs> to be, I've actually owned uh, an K two A before, so oh, that was nice. my first time trying one out. Yeah. So uh, Merc was my proxy, and then he proxied to. Jesse and then Jesse sent them back to me, so that was uh, very nice of both of them. It was, it was a group effort. Um, and so they should be coming in, like, hopefully this week ish. Uh, that's what I've got coming in. Um, and also, one more new Ooh. thing I have coming in is a slip joint, actually. Not an Applejack. Maybe an Applejack. Um, but uh, I have a book spot for this guy called Matt Collum, who makes uh, really cool slip joints, and I'm probably going to get a clip point from him. So that's what I've got on the table. What do you guys got? Um, Vex, what are you what are you buying? Or new? Um, I got a new. So my spooky swap was for my boy um, Coda. 
who was my boy. Oh, nice. And we think about everything the same for the same person, basically. Hell yeah. And he knows that I like Michael Walker, the GOAT. So he bought me a Michael Walker CRKT, the Pursue. Was this from Spooky? Pretty epic. It was from Spooky, right? It's from Spooky, yeah. 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 That was also, also what got- we were talking about last time on the podcast. Yes. And that was the one that we all agreed was much better looking than the other how, one. How is it, Max? And he also... How is it? How is it? It's nice. I like it. I think it's made from MKM, but the only problem I have with it, which is kind of relevant for the knife, is like the fucking grind is like dummy thick. Hell but it's like... Yeah. You said you um, said you M- can even kill MKM. With this knife if you wanted to. Yeah. What? You said MKM. Yeah. I don't think yeah, I've think handled one of their knives, but their oh, no, their grinds. MKM, no? uh, their grinds. No, they're good. Are, yeah. It's just that uh, they don't grind worth the shit, which is not good. But it's like a aren't they aren't they Italian too? They're Italian. They are. Italian. Does it have uh, does it have liners? I know the one MKM I had had rounded liners that just felt terrible. Um, but it was no, a cheap it MKM. Although it's like an instant okay. liner lock. So I guess okay, that, that's liner, pretty good. Like, yeah, I was just the one I had. It, it felt super weird in the hand, but it was definitely like a budget MKM. But honestly, if they like literally that. didn't grind this like a fucking like a wedge, <laughs> have you um, measured? It'd, it'd be, be really tight. nice. I mean, it's still a nice knife. It's probably I'm not. I haven't measured it yet, but I'm really guessing like thirty thousand. Honestly, Ooh, really that bad? Like it's it's that really that bad. Junkie, eh? Vex, did you, you say was that enough to what? Is that in Damascus? I'm looking at these now. Yeah, yeah, it's in Damascus. Yeah. Should be down to steel. The clip has the little um rotating ball thing or wheel. It's like works so good. Nice. Wait, he, what? A fun fact from Michael Walker, he's the first person to use a milled clip on a knife. I know Sal Glesser gets credit for using a clip, but Michael Walker's the first one to use a milled clip. Based. Yeah, I don't know, man. And like it, it sounds like a good knife for everything, everything except being a knife. Um except for the cutting. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. So that's a bit but, then he went above and beyond my boy Coda. He knows uh, I talk about Michael Walker every day, so he bought or he oh, reached out so to Michael cool. Walker. Yeah, that was so cool. And freaking got me. Um, he had Michael Walker send me like a personal letter. Oh, about the night. Well, like that's an autograph. Awesome. Yeah, it, it, it was pretty bitching. I think yeah, Vex yeah, had to change his pants after that. It, it was really sweet though. <laughs> I, I I called off the next day and just cried. <laughs> you got <laughs> wait? Did you actually yeah. laminate that? Bro, put that shit up. No, I haven't laminated. I just lied, but I need to go to work and laminate it tomorrow because I don't laminate it. Who the hell has a laminator in the house? You have your shit together if you have a laminator in your house. That's Dude, I just I literally just take packing tape and I I you know layer okay, it. Carefully but you're in the military. That's what you guys do. Yes, that's what you guys do in the military. <laughs> that is the army lamination method. <laughs> just clear yeah. tape. Yeah, all the clear tape. Uh, but anyways, the, the only thing I have coming in potentially, well not potentially, it's confirmed now, is another Clark spot. Oh my fucking <laughs> Clark god, is my boy. No, I mean, this is... This guy. Vex, what the so fuck have... is wrong with you? This is like your fifth one, no? Fifth one, no? no probably no, more than I just that. Take your clock. Can I, can I just have your book spot? Can I just have no. your Roosevelt's? <laughs> so I only have one no. Clark. I only have one Clark, guys. You only have one right now. I eh? sold one to my boy Coda. Then I sold one to some random guy. <laughs> some random guy. Then... Some dude. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways. So I'm, that's the only can knife I'm trying to have. Clark to give me a book spot? Do you have any I mean, idea, him, like, when your book spot's going to be fulfilled? Because I think you're one of the last ones, right? Like, for this run? He says I have 10 orders in front of me. So I'm like, oh, Holy shit. So, fuck. like, 2025, 20, I'll get it. But whatever. I'm, if you're if you're impatient in the knife world, you're going to have a rough time. Unless you're, like, super <laughs> rich. It. But Like, not having I mean, money to pay for general, shit? Right? That's a later problem for later me. So, book spot's yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, that's the only thing I got coming in. Who else is next? Jake? 
What about you? Yeah, uh, you I have this bitch in Archon. Also, I, I won't talk about it much more because I feel like I've gushed about it enough. I will say, though, Jesse, this knife, you sharpened the fuck out of it, and it's amazing because I've gotten several customs at this point that are just... Like, everything's really good on them, but they're not sharpened super great. This thing's fucking insane. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I've a, used it what kind quite of, a bit out of the box. It's stellar. Thanks. What kind of carbon fiber is that? That looks like purple haze, maybe? No, not, not purple haze. Um, Blurple, uh, what color is that called? Camo carbon. Huh. Jesse has the awesome. coolest fucking carbon That's super fiber. Cool I just want to point that out. Like, <laughs> Uh, like current composites that is, that and like sick. all the weird shit that you get like from helicopters and shit it's so cool like um oh, I, just, I love i just I love, love that it's doing on stuff the that's pivot different. too i am a purveyor of weird materials as well so i can definitely respect my that. wife even loved this one yeah she was like this this material's fucking gorgeous thank you nice man all right. I thought it was a good fit for the spooky. Yeah, it was. I felt I mean, a little attacked, and you're like, I noticed the trend in your clothes. And I, lo- I had to look at my knives, and I was like, fuck, I have a lot of purple. Like, I, I, fuck, I also. You fucking love purple. <laughs> hey, me too. Dude. It's like, okay. I, don't think I do. It's a, it's a secret anymore. I didn't think I was going to I was, I was gonna get singled out like that, though. <laughs> Called out. That's a, I wouldn't dude, have picked any that. different material, though. Yeah. It's so good, though. Um, that's our, That's most people. Uh. What are you getting? Do you oh, have I got, anything new, Mark? I've got, I got a couple new things. I, I mean, I got the Vec P. I got a, a, a Kunwoo Kunwu Tau. Yeah, Kunwoo, yeah. In Vanex. Yeah. Uh, for Spooky Swap, which is super sick. Nice. Uh, I hadn't seen one of these before. I want to try um, one of those. It's, it's a lot. It's <laughs> quite nice. It's got the front flipper and the back flipper whole deal. I might add a thumb stud to it because that's how I am as a person, just to throw some extra shit on here and i've got a drill press and a problem um and then i yeah i know it's yeah uh and then i pre-ordered the baby banter warncliffe uh with the purple micarta because it looks super nice nice i don't know if you guys saw those or not no, um i, I didn't i, I do have a is, I, I have a serious question though <clears throat> yes. how many knives do you own oh no uh i don't know like, honestly. If you could get me, did uh, did you do a collection like an SOTC for the for Spooky Swap? No, I'm I'm just garbage at that. I can tell you. <laughs> I I've made got... that shit up. <laughs> you just made that shit I up. I have bro. six drawers. What and the each drawer fuck? Has... Jesus. Each drawer has probably about twelve knives. What the and then fuck I've got is all the wrong with you? That I'm not counting. Jesus. A so lot. so what? Probably at, at a minimum like 80, 90? Nice. Yeah, give or take. Fuck Jesus, yeah. dude, what the fuck is wrong with you? Fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> a lot of things. I love. Horror. Anyway, back to our degenerate ass <laughs> fucking knife podcast. Um, Jesse, what do you have that's new? Do you want to talk about what you have that's new? Yeah, I got a cool spooky swap in the mail this week uh, from Nick at Maverick Concepts. It's, I don't know, he didn't give me oh, an nice. official name for this thing. I had to bug him for a is, name for his creation for me last year too. It is a an eleven inch. Uh, kitchen knife basically a sword and it is amazing Um, i'll try to get a picture in here i don't think i have any on my pc but um, i i I can grab one for you beautiful oh that'd be great yeah thank you yeah beautiful hand rub blade he just nailed the finish on this thing um and then the handle is this really nice um i can't remember the type of wood but really dark uh wood and it's just gorgeous Uh, green and white spacer uh carbon fiber Ooh. 
Yeah, dude, something about... So, yeah. and, and Nick really went overboard. Well, not overboard, but he went ham with the fucking dick jokes this year. It was really funny. Like, what else was in that box? Jesse? That was great. Was Lots of dicks. Uh, dick glitter. Dick glitter. Dick, dick candy as <laughs> Tons well. of dick glitter. Yeah. Uh, no dick candy. No. But lots of uh, regular candy. I got uh, Hank lots of dick candy. Yeah. Something about dick something about dick confetti and giving you 11 inches, Jesse. I don't know. Something's going on with Nick there. <laughs> something. <laughs> something. I'm pleased. Yeah. He's a cool guy. He's a lovely dude. Um, oh, super cool. Yeah. It's been really nice, like, having all, uh, being able to interact with all these makers. So, like, uh, Spooky was fun for us. Um, There's a picture everyone? in the uh, host and guest room if you guys want to see. Oh, uh, yeah. I want to see that. Host and guest. Did you? Yeah. Um, I don't believe it, it, it was a good swap this year. You yeah. didn't send it, Jake. It was great. It's not there yet. I did. It, yeah, just Jake, give it a minute. Here. It's it's, it's okay. Jesse liar. sent a 22 megabyte fucking picture. Give it a minute. Oh, there you go. That that's a hey, that's big better give than it. my 498 oh my megabyte God. video, dude. I was I was like, what what resolution are you recording at? Yeah, good God. Uh, apparently, the, the highest. So anyways, yeah. It's like in this is slicer. gnarly. Dude, it's, oh, it's, it's fucking enormous. <laughs> it's so badass. <laughs> it's so cool. That's a great knife for like wow. fucking Christmas as well when you have to like slice up a turkey or something. Like, easy work. Oh yeah, like I can't wait to have like just a massive roast or yeah. you know, some sort of giant hunk yeah. of meat. Cool. Yeah, that'd be really cool. That's like a machete almost. Hell yeah, Fuck. Machete. What do they call it? J- J- Japanese? They have like a, ni- a name for that type of knife. Uh, like, there's uh, katana. So many designations <laughs> in Japanese knives yeah. that I can't very track big. Well. If it's if yeah. it's for slicing fish, it's a yanagi, yanagiba. Yeah, um, I think but, this is for yeah. slicing people, bro. Yeah, this is like, a fucking, it's fucking right here. This is for like <laughs> severing limbs. <laughs> so yeah, katana. Very okay. Cool. Ideally, pork limbs. Yeah, that's it. That's really cool. Um, all right, I think we have one email, uh, right, Jake? Just one, or or no? Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think it was just the one. Mercon's okay. taking over the email thing, so if if you want to go, okay. Um, read out the email. Uh, it was a very short email. Let's go. All right, what is the best lock type for function, for fidgeting, and for aesthetics? Who's this sent and by? that's the email. Oh, sent by this guy called Sinfire. Uh, Sinfire was the name on the cool, email. I, Sounds I like an AIM username. <laughs> cool. Yeah, this. I, I'm guessing it's an it's an old email account. All right. Um. All right. Let's take turns. Um. Best lock type for function fidgeting. In my opinion. Wait, is is he I'm, wanting three separate lock types or just oh, one? Oh, this is. I think this overall. is from Dooms. This is uh, from Dooms. Dooms. All right. I think overall yep. for me. Um, I'm a big fan of compression locks, also because we have Jesse here. He's like basically the king of custom compression locks. I don't know anyone else who does like um, very well done uh, compression locks uh, at the hmm. custom level, especially. But yeah, you know, I think I'm gonna. I normally fucking hate you, Kai, but I'm gonna agree with you. <laughs> Damn, that no for <laughs> no. This is going on. Um, in all seriousness, for for function, they're amazing. Like your handle, your hands nowhere near the blade. Fidgeting, yep. it's you can fucking snap it back and forth. It's like crack. Yeah, and they look. And aesthetics, the, it stays yeah. completely out of the way on the yeah, show side. Exactly, you can't see it at all. That's fair. That's Anyone yeah. Else? I think you fucking nailed it, dude. I think it's a compression. Yeah, line. dude. 
Uh, I, I've got I've got a different answer. Oh, no. um, of course you I do. do really want to I bet Vex is going to be like the Reeve integral lock. Fucking blah, blah, blah. Probably. Um, I, I really want to try one of Jesse's compression locks because I've never handled a custom compression lock. That sounds incredible. What is there a specific model you put the compression locks on? Uh, right now, it's just the Model 75. Um, nice. I don't see that I on your website. On a, on a larger version before. I'll, I'll pull up a link. I took it down because I... I think the I Model 75 off. I had was a, was a liner lock. So, yeah. slightly different. Yeah. Um, but my answer for this, though, is going to be the Hawk lock. Ooh. Which, uh, which Hawk one? Lock? The, like, the Axis lock? So... The, the the hawk yeah it's like the toggle yeah yeah, cam yeah, yeah. I, I know what you're talking about the one on the where induction. it's the the one yeah it's on the induction it's on the orbit it's on the rook it's on uh, okay i'll the, be honest knives. um i had the kershaw yeah. induction that was my intro to their lock i think they didn't do it justice either that or it just it just felt like a regular access lock so i don't know Maybe not for me. Yeah, it does not feel like a regular access lock, at least on the, on the, the customs. customs I've yeah, like, I've, oh, so. I had on the mud. I've had on the mud also. I will say it's I, super nice. I, I try. You said it's on the orbit as well, right? Yeah. Okay, that lock then feels fairly inconsistent. The mud that I tried, garbage. The uh, orbit was was pretty nice. The mud also is weird because the mud you you have the whole integrated uh, sealed pivot, and I think that in that kind of fucks with your action but on the orbit that's like how it's ha i've had it on every other knife um i think it's the only like sliding bar lock that i've ever handled that has an actual detent like nice detent feeling that, that's the big thing huh interesting yeah i feel like you i don't know that's the thing holy right? like, shit that's pretty. as you as you kind of go higher up on the what's it on the custom scale like you kind of expect the lock to get a bit better like if you because i think it proves that if you do a, a lock like in a very cheap way you know you're not going to be able to, to do it justice like i don't think the hawk lock is going to be successful in like cheaper knives like not as accessible but meanwhile with the compression lock oh no yeah, totally yeah, with the compression lock it's like generally more well done i feel um but it's just me what do you think vex or jesse either or um, what's your favorite lock let's go so my favorite lock is the Walker Liner Lock. Ah, of course. <laughs> Obviously. You just name drop not... fucking old people whenever you can. Is that what you <laughs> what you do? But I don't know. It's, it's like thing. there's so many. I think aesthetically, the best lock ever ah. is also another Walker Lock. <laughs> is the the D pivot lock where the pivot's the lock because it doesn't take Ooh. any lines away from the knife because it's the pivot. Nice. But obviously he's the only one that could do that because I think he patented that one. Nice. My thing is but, like with the liner lock where you mentioned that the liner lock I there have been some great fucking liner locks done. The liner lock's the one I see messed up the most though. That's it, yeah. Like they I won't leave enough cutout for you to cheapest. get to, or it'll fucking pinch your finger, or like yeah. It's the cheapest to produce. I mean, a lot of what cheap is? knives will run like some fucked up liner frame lock combo because it's just some bent steel. I like the yeah the sharpest steel um, on earth. <laughs> I think frame lock's cheaper because <laughs> yeah, oh, you need I mean, less material. Gerber, Gerber paraphrase. Don't even fucking like start me on, like, on Gerber. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, you know, hot trash. Yeah. What about you, Jesse? What do you think? What's your favorite lock to make? Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of making and just generally the compression lock. I carry up PM2 
Let's a lot. go. I don't have one of my personal M75s yet. Hopefully, I'll make myself one eventually. Let's go. But uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoy the compression lock, and uh, like you said, I think Jake, you said it earlier. Uh, nobody's really making them, and that's like, it makes it even, even more fun for me because it's like, yeah, this is something that I kind of have to myself at the moment. Nice. You know, other outside of Spider Tail. All right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's it think, we got it like i think the only custom maker i've seen do it is brad southard other than you and he, he did like two Dang. yeah i've got one of the prototypes um oh Ooh. i don't know i don't know how many he did of those jesus christ like um yeah you heard it here folks uh compression lock easiest to make also easiest to do uh to to enjoy deploy and um very out of the way as well. So I Jesse, think I need you to put this on on a, on a knife with a larger uh, blade and grip area, and then sell it to me. <laughs> Make uh, so me if you look out for a pulsar, a if you pulsar. can find a pulsar, that was the original model. Yeah, fuck? I did with the compression lock. I did thirty two of them, and they're in super gold too. What? I made the them in twenty fifteen. Oh. Yo. Oh shit. Oh, okay. Shit. Um, if anyone so finds a... one, you have to sell it to me. <laughs> yeah, it's a larger version of the M seventy five. Legally obligated, we all need one now. And for 600, bro, that that is like a I, I steal. Want... What the heck? Oh, so the the flipper was a liner lock, actually. What? The... Oh, oh, here I found, I found. That's even old, better because flippers are not the website. way to go. Oh my god, that's incredible. I I don't know. I just want an M75 in Magna Cut with a compression. I just lock. want a it's fucking nice pulsar now. Jesus Christ, this is fucking sick. <laughs> Bring it, back. It. And Bring it back. Of course, there's 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 none of them for sale because they're all fucking sold out on mm. Arizona Custom Knives. Of course, there is. There are if, like you, if you ever make if you ever make more, hit me up. Like I'll I'll enter the lottery like a fucking we good, are good person. Certified but. Jesse fans now. <laughs> Always have been. Dude, a after handling this Archon, like I'm. Mm. <laughs> it's. <laughs> it's, so we just jump straight in the interview because um, Spyderco releases um pretty uh, mid. Oh, are we gonna talk about the. Uh, uh, let, the let, let me hit, let me hit the one high point. doing PM2 and Magna Cut. Well, it's like holy go. shit, they're using the high point. New that was not the high point. Shut the fuck up, Marcon. Okay, the high point <laughs> is that point. they took a really, 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 really cool design, and they fucking are making it in Italy. <laughs> they sent it to MK. Are you talking about the Spy Mito? Yes. Wait, is anyone gonna send the fucking Spider? That's what you're excited about. Where's the. Where's Have the you seen your collection? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's guy. what you're excited about? Oh my god, dude. Okay, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. I'll pull up the Spider Co releases for Jesse and that. It's like, holy shit. Let's send the best knife we make. I, I'm excited about the, the Spy Mito. Oh, they also cool. have the Bodacious. Does it not? Oh, here we go. Thank you. They have that new uh, fake shaman that is like, uh, or shaman, that doesn't oh. have the nub and the choil. Yes, I want that as well, audacious. because that was my only issue with the shaman, I, is that the the ergos were kind of fucked, because that little finger nubbing. Is no one going to talk about how they just casually dropped Krukarda, like, as a as a regular drop now and no longer oh, like a, a yeah, I guess oh I bet people are huge. seething yeah that's fucking huge because it pisses oh there's a lot of people that piss are everyone lose their off. what the heck like that's I mean I don't care but yeah. I'm so happy about this I'm so songs. happy like there was a whole there was a whole saga about the fucking uh, crew where Micarta Shaman, Shaman yeah the Shaman and like what there's something else I can't Ugh. remember but there's a whole like fucking shebang about that. Uh, probably Manix. I don't know. No, the Manix yeah. is uh, it's it, they're dropping the Krukata version now. So, 
Yeah, I think it was just oh, a shaman. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm just stoked because that was the dumbest hype yeah, thing Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get it personally, but... You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a spy Mito and I'm going to have Murkon grind off the flipper tab. Oh. That'll, that'll be the way to go. <laughs> yeah, the flipper tab does not I'll, belong. I'll do it. I know you I'll will. I'll fucking do it. You fucking psycho. Looks like I'm going to need to and get that'll, actually, that'll be just like the lion spy. Oh, I know, yeah. and I miss my lion spy, and I regret selling it every fucking day. Oh, my God. That was... I've had... Ugh. I had a big lion spy and a little lion the big, spy. The big like one the was fucking more. insane. I love yeah. that. Big lion spy. Okay. I'm just... Uh, I'm excited to get Magna Cut finally in the, the paramilitary series. Maximum can we just stop, like, five. thinking about I'm it? I'm excited for that. We don't too. care about none of that shit. Fuck That's cool. That. Okay. Jesse. Oh, they're doing the ceramic mule team. No, no, no. Too. That's weird. Yeah, what is that about? I was, I'm looking at that. Ceramic? The MT40P? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's high impact ceramic. It's a high impact ceramic. It's high a fully ceramic mule. Ceramic? It's an injection like, molded. What is that about? Injection molded yeah, ceramic. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's got to be nutty. Exceptional softness and resistance to crack. So, I, that is weird. because I So, I've done injection molding. Um, of course you yeah. uh, I'm just shocked that they're getting... I. I my degree is in engineering. I got to do fun Jesus stuff. Um, I'm just surprised that they're getting any kind of hardness out of anything injection molded. It's got to be really high pressure. My thing so too that's, is that's it, cool. if it is hard enough to be used, like and and cut uh, ceramics can be really fucking hard to sharpen. Yeah. Mm. Well, you can't really. I know sharpen you can. Ceramic. It's. I I know. That's what I'm saying. Like for for oh, for they, an yeah, actual put an like, edge on it initially for an end right. user knife, this it sounds really cool, but it also sounds like a fucking nightmare. But I don't, I don't know. Yes, to be fair, it's a mule team, and like those those exist to be kind of like the fun experiment stuff. Oh, I love my mule mm -hmm. team, dude. Like, so it's I not like they're trying to like, do, yeah. I, yeah, I got I got I got a carb scale, but it's pretty sweet. I have one in uh, Zephanet. It's, it's really Mine nice. is Magna Cut, um, which was a big deal, uh, but I didn't get it for like a year and a half. Like, but, from what I heard, wasn't yeah, the, it, was, it was a big deal for. A well, few wasn't days. the yeah. whole point of the Mule Team to like test out steels so that they could see what is like practical? Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, and then sell the that, that experience. That's the whole fuck idea. Do you get this yeah. high impact ceramic. Like, I don't think this is like possible for any end user because they'll just be. It, it's fucking impossible <laughs> to get, right? Surely. Well, um, if you're anything like most people, like Vex, like it. you don't actually sharpen your knives. Okay, that's You fair. use them until they get dull, and then you buy new ones. That is very fair. Um, Got him. So, nice. Um, also, he can't defend himself have, right now either. Uh, we have pink, we have pink uh, pairs now, so that's cool. Pink pair threes. So oh, that's something you can nifty. look forward to. Nifty. Um, All right. They made the native chief and Magna Cut. We That's are done uh, filleting Spider Co. for the week. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's do our interview. Jesse, <laughs> on to you being in the spotlight. Um, so who, who wants to lead the questions? Uh, I can do them. Because sure. I... Yeah. yeah, Kai, you set this whole thing yeah. up. So um, let's just talk about how we got to know Jesse. We basically invited him uh, into Discord like a while ago, and then we got talking. He's a lovely guy. Um I immediately bought uh, two of his knives from secondary, uh, and then we just got talking. He's a lovely, lovely dude. And so, uh, let's just ask more about Jesse. So, Jesse, when were you born? I mean, how did you get into knives? How did you get into knives? I was born in 1990. Okay. Um, got into knives. Uh, mother's maiden name, Social young. Security. Mother's yeah. <laughs> address. Preferably no no dashes in the social security number, just for a friend. <laughs> he collects them. 
As you right. get into knives, yeah. Uh, I don't know how I got into knives. I've I've been into them like as long as I can remember. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I grew up hunting. I grew up on a farm, so I, I was outside a lot helping my dad. Uh, we had animals, you know, we did hunting and fishing and all that stuff. Uh, so we just kind of always had knives. So I, I can't really say when I got into them. I was just always using and into knives. So, uh, yeah. when do, do you remember, like, your first, like, oh, this is a decent knife? When you I can making, tell you yeah. my first purchase. Okay. Because um, I, I had been gifted knives. You know, I got, like, a few traditional knives right. uh, as a kid. Uh, maybe a fixed blade or two for hunting. My first purchase was a CRKT M16, uh, Kit Carson oh, design. that's a classic. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, and kind of after that, I was like, started looking into knives more, you know, once I was able to buy them and, uh, kind of just stumbled upon the knife world as a whole. Once I kind of find something and I'm interested in it, I get obsessive and, uh, I just kind of jumped straight in. Like as soon as I could buy them, I was just like, I'm I'm all in. I love knives. So (laughs) yeah, that's it. I guess I have a, I do have a follow up on that. You know, that, that mm-hmm. was your first knife. What was your first like? And I, I don't mean to be insulting to CRKT. What was your oh, first no. like good like, <laughs> high end knife? Apart from CRKT, first <laughs> high end knife. Um, yeah. That's a good question. Were you guys on the USN at all? Uh, uh, on and off. I've heard about. I it. was I, not. I was buying stuff off of their, the Cove is what they called it, like the buy, sell, trade section of that. And I couldn't tell you the first, like, higher end knife I got off there. It was probably, like, a Hinderer or an Emerson or something. Like, I remember those being pretty... That, that, yeah, that fits it was with like, the I was very crowd. much into tactical at the time. I was like, you know, tactical everything. Um, and those were like well, that, the tactical was the names. early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, so it was probably one of those. And then I got a couple like custom fixed blades. I, like I said, I couldn't tell you what the first one was, but it had to be something along those lines. Okay. So like tactical hard use. Yeah. That was yeah. The, that was a whole, very much so. That was a whole era of knives that I was too. I think I was too young to to be into. But um, yeah, it was a wild time. Yeah, we're like hinders. Yeah, it like was a wild a thousand, time. two thousand dollars, some shit. What the? I think Jesse. Yep. Um, I believe you're the oldest person on this podcast right now. That's fucked up. Um, mm-hmm. so oh, you were around during, like the the time that we all missed with with the whole like tactical knife thing because it yeah. blew up there mm-hmm. for a while. Tactical knives was insane, man. Uh, yeah. It was wild. Uh, how would you say Jesse's only two years old, older than me, so <laughs> don't be throwing. Don't be Wait, throwing are, are, are you older than me, Mark? Yeah, dude, I'm 31. Oh Jesus, God, you're fucking old. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> I thought you were oh, younger than me for some my, reason. My first knife was an Emerson. No, oh yeah, you I, are. I had old. an Emerson back when Emersons were cool. Yeah. So, Wait, Emersons were cool. <laughs> Since well, when? Questionably. So, how would you guys <laughs> say like the knife world has changed then? Because I feel like, um, Merck and Jesse, you're both like from an era long gone. <laughs> like oh, you, you, you were there from an era. Christ. You were there wow. for an era long gone. Like, because the knife world just changes so fast, right? Like, so now the hype is oh, all yeah. about like fucking what front flippers and um whatever cool shit there is out there. Magna cut. 
um what was it like mm -hmm. and like how would you say the knife world has changed since then because jesse you've been making for quite a while as well so um yeah merc you want to go first uh sure yeah um i mean when, when i first got into it it was you know when hinderers were absurdly expensive and the fact that you had to wrist flick it while flipping it was like that was a feature not a bug. not a not a problem yeah, a... oh yeah, that wasn't like a thing yeah, people were upset he didn't about. want it deploying yeah. in like people's like in emergency situations yeah. or some dumb shit what the fuck? well just in yeah, general so flippers like, yeah, were flick that it. kind of that way like the the flipper we think of now yeah. really didn't develop didn't until exist. more recently yeah. i mean it, it's pretty old by this point but at, in that era, that was just the way flippers worked. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think the first, like, real, like, good good flippers, I mean, the first, like, ball-bearing flippers, that was, like, ZT, really, the 0450, the yeah. 0560. Mm -hmm. Those were, like, the first. The like, 0450 whoa, whoa. I, I was my first, the, like, the, above 200 or above 150 knife, I guess. I don't, I don't know, but I remember it was huge yeah. when it came out because of the, the action. Mm -hmm. That was the 0560 was the knife I got instead of a hinderer because it was supposed to be everything that a hinderer was, but with good action. Yeah, that's a. Mm -hmm. I think did it so live up it to was, that? That was the focus. Hard hard use was like the name of the game, and I don't really know what that means, but it meant at the time, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you got to have a grind that's at least 40, you know more than an eighth of an oh, inch. God. Yeah. Well, if, it, if you don't have an eighth of an inch of blade stock or more, your knife is going to snap because mm -hmm. hashtag hard use. Um, That's crazy. That was like the mines. <laughs> That's crazy because now you've kind of yeah. had the the transition to like, we want You silly blades, boomers. Good, yeah, good heat tree. And all that. Yeah. <laughs> you silly boomers. <laughs> but Jesse, Jesse, you were making knives at least while that all was going on. What, what was that like as a maker and how has that kind of changed yeah. for you now? Yeah, it was interesting. Um, that had a huge influence on my making early on. I was definitely doing quote-unquote tactical stuff at that time. Yep. I, I never got into the really overbuilt stuff. I, I never found that actually functional, and it's not. You know, nobody needs a <laughs> quarter-inch thick blade, like, unless you're prying stuff open. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, which you're probably not doing with a knife. So I've got Greg Medford on the phone for you. <laughs> He's mad. I, He's I don't think Greg Medford is ever not mad to begin with. <laughs> I, so, so, like, that stuff never appealed to me. So I, I always prioritized uh, cutting ability. And, yeah. you know, I would implement different grinds. Uh for different purposes you know if you want something that is going to hold up to really heavy abuse then you know you maybe grind it a little bit more stout still have the edge nice and thin but you know leave plenty of meat on the spine of the knife and all that stuff um but yeah you know i've kind of once i started making and really especially when i jumped in full-time i just kind of isolated into my own little making universe like i i don't see I don't pay attention to trends and how things come and go a lot. Yeah. Um, so, like, really, if you look at my stuff, it's pretty consistent consistent yeah. across my, you know, say. you'll see, hopefully you see improvements and, like, different things that I've added over time. But generally, like, my design philosophy has always been the same. I will say your so, designs, like, your, your collection from the little bit that I've seen, it all seems very cohesive. Like, I can look at a knife and be like, okay. They're like e even just after yeah. looking at it for an hour, you're like, oh yeah, this looks mm -hmm. like a Jesse design. 
but they're not the same. It's not like, and no shade towards Tashi Barusha, oh, yeah. but it's it's not like that extreme. But they, uh, they they they're yours, but they don't look like overly modern or old or I don't know. They have like the right. kind of own thing going on. He has his own design think, design language. Yeah, yeah, it's a sure. very very distinctive design language. In a, I think in a very accessible way. That's not like Tashi Barucha. I mean, he, <laughs> you know, it's a Tashi. But mm-hmm. I think for your stuff, it's like, yeah, that's clearly yours. But that's not a bad thing. That it's clearly yours. Well, it's a great thing to have because that just means you have like a consistent. It's like design a, it's like Ray Laconico almost. Like Ray has a bunch of different yeah. designs. Yeah. yeah. But you can yeah, look yeah, at yeah. it and be like that's a fucking Laconico. A hundred percent. Or yep. Kit Carson, because he'll yeah. like. Just kidding. Yeah. I think that's but, a good yeah, good place um, to be in, honestly. What I like about your designs, though, is um, you never sacrifice function over form. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, your knives are all like user, like you could use all your knives just fine, and I think that's kind of like we're losing that yeah. in the knife community. Yeah, because I think especially with newer knives like, as well. Yeah, like, I think that's, a, to, like, that's break. Oh, go blocks. ahead. Sorry. No, you're good. That's the challenge for me with coming up with new designs like i've had i think three new designs i've been trying to get out this year and i just haven't been able to because getting the you know the form i want something different but not to the expense not to the you know not to sacrifice the functionality of it and i don't have a lot of of designs because it just takes so long for me to refine something to the point where i feel like it's totally useful but also unique and fun like the archon that's actually a really old design uh, it's had several different phases but it's it's newest form um you know didn't come about for, for like i don't know 10 years after i made the first ones Jesus. because i was like ah, you know there's a bunch of stuff i want to change and it took me that long to to get it dialed in yeah i will say so, like yeah. the the silhouette of it especially when, especially when it's open um very distinctive but the blade is ground incredibly well. The ergonomics are fucking stellar. Yeah, the so you've clip got all is good. Down like pad, all right? the foundation is fantastic. Yeah, that's crazy. And then you can add that style on top of it, and it, it works really, really well. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, and I think that's important. That's something I, I really try to focus on is the foundational skills. Um, I feel like you know, that's being make... forgotten a lot nowadays. Invert in just to go for pure aesthetics. Mm-hmm. For like Instagram, yeah, you want to jump balls into making the craziest thing possible, and that's fine. Like I, I appreciate experimentation and creativity and and all that stuff, but I, I really think there is something to be said for refining the fundamentals and then branching out from there. Yeah, yeah. Versus going like yeah. a Will Moon route where it's like, oh, these I knives look cool, but they I don't fucking just, lock. They I don't was open. just about to say he's back. Dude. I know yeah. he is. That's why he came. Will that's why back. he popped up in my brain. He still blocked my ass. I'm still blocked. So I mean, you I made a scathing well, a good viral YouTube video about him. It was a effects. like two minutes silent video. It's so funny. <laughs> it low-key went viral in the to little knife fair, world. He had it coming. <laughs> Is Wilman still making knives now? Yes. Oh, God. Oh, He's no. back at He quit for a long time after Vex shit on him. Back at it like a crack addict. Whatever. But, like, wait, where, where did you see um, that he's back? Like, um, Instagram. Oh, Instagram. Why are you guys looking at Will Moon on Instagram now? Speaking, <laughs> of, uh, Come on, man. speaking of Will Moon and, uh, and other makers, um, Jesse, do you do you collect knives? I, like, you, you've mentioned you have a few of them. Do you have, like, a, a proper collection? Or... Uh, 
Yeah, you know, I used to collect a lot before I was full-time making. Yep. Um, right now, I don't have a whole lot. I think the only customs I have are I have a Charles Marlowe Balasong. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, Charles Marlowe is a cool guy as well. Anyways. Yeah, he's insane. Wow. He's the best. He's, he's awesome. Cool, oh, wow. These um, look fucking a, cool. Oh, dude. He's, he's a wizard, man. Oh, my God. He's like... When I say that, like... I don't know anybody who can touch his fit and finish, and I mean that. It's it's insane. These are a little out of my price range, but these are fucking cool. These are sick. <laughs> yeah, they're they're incredible. Um, so I've got a bally from him. Hopefully, someday get some other stuff. Um, I've got a Brad Southerd prototype compression lock. Um, I've got the Maverick Concepts <laughs> kitchen sword now. Hell yeah, let's go. Uh, <laughs> really rounds out the collection. Got... There's o- there's only two of those in the world, <laughs> yeah. I believe. So that, that one's pretty um, rare. I've got uh, a Brian Efros uh, fixed blade. I've got a TJ Schwartz fixed blade. I've got uh, I'm missing somebody. Those are all like the, you know, modern guys I have. And then it's just a bunch of uh, production stuff. Nice. That's really cool. Um, yeah. Would you say any of these makers like kind of inspire you like in any way or like kind of push you to be better? Um, any shout yeah out? charles is a huge inspiration he's a he's a good friend of mine as well nice. uh, if i if i could call anybody a mentor i would say it's him if i have an issue or want to learn something i usually bug That's him with sick. it uh, just because his his skills are out of this world and i think we have a similar philosophy he really really uh, prioritizes functionality you know his knives are beautiful but they also work and uh you know, you get one of his liner locks, and they're like impossible to get. The secondary's ridiculous. Yeah. They're expensive, even direct. I'm sure. I don't know exactly what his pricing is, but his lock testing routine and and the things he does to make sure those knives never fail is just, <laughs> dude. Like they're no joke. They're beautiful, but they're yeah, they are badass. Dude. That sounds that sounds pretty insane. Like um, what I've seen his Boker collab before, and it like. I love the it, square. It, it looks so fucking yeah, that one. Yeah, it looks, looks so really fucking nice, but it also looks like it. It looks tough. Like I don't, I don't know how else mm-hmm. to describe it. It, yeah, it yeah, looks yeah, very, yeah. very well made, or well, right. well designed. I don't know about well made. It's poker, but it looks you know. very premium, feels but just also so organic. Like, yeah, yeah. They look like a knife, like a perfect knife. His design language is like, like Jesse's like real similar. I mean, he's just like his mentor. Where it's like you see a Charles Marlowe knife, it's like there's there's no mistaking it's, it's his Marlo work. Knife. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's yeah. really cool. Then you look like, at it in person, it's like holy shit, this is like insane. Yeah. <laughs> that's really cool. Um, yeah. It's a good mentor to have. So, like one of the best. Just a question: Like, did you and Charles like kind of start making around the same period of time, or like? Um, oh no, Charles is uh, like ten-ish years older than I, and he's been making. I think he's been making for 25 Jesus years. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's been around, man. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Like, um, that's someone. I had never looked at any of his like, stuff beyond that, that Boker, but like, yeah. very, like you said, very similar thing. Like, I can, all of his designs on like Arizona Custom Knives, they look, they, like, there's a, a similar thread between them all, but they don't look the same. Yeah. They are, they're very nice. The, uh, the one that is most coveted, if you can find one, is the hybrid. Huh. Uh, they are impossible to get. The secondary is bizarre. <laughs> um, do you know if he's going to be at Blade Show next year? Oh, I don't know if he fuck. is or not. Um, if he is, I'm going to 
run up oh to his God. table and uh, get on my knees and beg straight up. <laughs> this, <laughs> this hybrid is gorgeous. Yeah, that's insane, dude. Like, oh my God. That's crazy. Yeah, they're they're crazy. I don't think I'll ever get to the point of owning something like this. I, I don't even want to know how much these fucking things cost, but oh yeah, it, it is very secondary. Nice. I've seen like eight k. Oh no, 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 that's more than my fucking shit. car. <laughs> yeah. That's insane. That's more outrageous. than like most cars. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, I yeah, don't that's... think I don't think tables anywhere close to that. I would I, I would <laughs> imagine not, but still. I hope not. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's like that's like two Scott Cook Loxas, and the, I mean those are unobtainium practically. That, that's ludicrous. Yeah. That's kind of yeah. wild. Eh? No, you you can you can get you can get a Loxa. You just need to have like three three thousand dollars or so. But yeah, you can get one. It's kind of crazy uh, how now four, we're talking probably. about like. A three four K being like, oh okay, that's like acceptable. <laughs> oh, I don't think it's acceptable. <laughs> I'm a level with you. Oh I don't I don't think it's acceptable at all. But also yeah. I know my range and I've I've only dipped above the the thousand dollar mark once and it, it just it didn't stick around. Dude, so imagine having sub one K is like where where I, I live at right now. Could never be that may change but no self control whatsoever. <laughs> that's the way you I, I don't think I'm gonna be vexed anytime <laughs> soon walking around with a fucking respect max, in my pocket. Max, max out a credit card. Buddy. Maxed out You're credit card, baby. You have go. one maxed out credit card. <laughs> yeah, if you've still, not hit uh, that credit limit, like what are you even doing? <laughs> yeah, you're not living life. Exactly. That's max it out. Sell your soul right there. <laughs> so even yeah. I guess one one thing to ask, I know we we've talked about your design language a little bit. How how would you describe like your style and your design language, Jesse? Oh, that's a really good. I've never really tried to put it's it. It's just a thing words. you feel. I would say. Like, do you do you just like kind of feel it out? I I feel it out. Um, I feel like I've got. I, I'm inspired by classic. Tactical knives still like. Yeah. You know, basic liner lock construction is like my core, right? Yeah. But I try okay. to add a modern, refined twist to it. Like my, comparing what I make now to the tactical era, like it's it's not rough and overbuilt and, yeah. and you know whatever was going on then. It's got a lot of the same characteristics and it's made to take abuse. Yeah. But also it's refined and. I don't know. I, especially now, I try to add a lot of my own fun, uh, like color combos and, and yeah. I was just about to say, like and, one of my one of my favorite things that you've done recently was that uh, what was it the red bull uh, red bull build um, that you did? Uh, that was really <laughs> yep. cool. Like uh, you can see, you're having a lot of fun with that. I think that's like super super cool. Um, yeah, like the colors are a lot of fun. Um, my blade shapes aren't like crazy out of this world like i said they still need to be functional but i don't know just finding fun lines to play with and um i'm not really sure how to define it but uh, i would say inspired by classic tactical stuff and uh and you know more refined and i guess i've just tried to carry on that tradition yeah in my own way i reckon you've got like a really um solid user build but also a very refined kind of user build, so that's that's a really interesting uh, thing. Because again, as we said just now, a lot of people kind of start moving into just purely aesthetics, and they forgot about the the mm. use, and then vice versa. If you focus on use, like your knife kind of looks like ass. So um, I think you have a really good refined <laughs> balance of both, um, which is Thank really you. cool. Because 
I don't know, they kind of seem like they're on opposing ends of the spectrum, but you, you made it work, so that's really cool. Thank you. Yeah, man. I guess I, I have a follow-up question that's very nice and specific on it about the, the clips that you choose, because I know you use a, most of the time it's a, it's a spring clip mm-hmm. with, you know, kind of the Benchmade standard three-hole pattern, but it tends to be on the shallower side carry-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there a reason that you do that, or just... Uh, Shits and giggles, or uh, like, at least on this Archon, so, it's maybe what like a uh, half an inch above the. Yeah, I don't think the Archon is especially okay. shallow. I think it's uh, deeper than. I think it's the K two. The K two A, I think, is the main one that I had, where it was just like, oh, this is. The K two A is too shallow. Um, I would change that now. That's one okay. of my gripes with that design. The M seventy five is. Some people might find it too shallow. I think it's fine, but. If you move the clip on that design, the ergonomics are screwed up. So I've started doing the okay. build clips on those, as you saw in that picture I shared in the in the group chat. Yeah. Um, and those sit a lot deeper without sacrificing the ergos. Uh, I am working on Got a deep it. carry clip concept that will fit on all of my knives. It's just figuring it out because it's got to be right, you know. <laughs> so I can't say what so that'll as be. A- as a maker, do you prefer doing spring clips or, or milled clips? Just kind of from your end, what's what's the what's the difference like labor wise and, and enjoyment wise? Looking at it purely functional, you know, purely from a functional functionality standpoint, I love a spring clip, and I think mine, the ones I I make, are particularly nice for user knives because they have a ton of tension, and I've you know knock on wood. Nobody's ever sent one back for getting broken or bent out of uh, shape. You know, um, so they're super loaded. They're never solid. coming out of your pocket. Yeah. Like the knife is not going anywhere, and that's really important to me. I didn't. So when I make a milled clip, oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I didn't notice. I was just playing with it. I didn't notice how how much tension was on this until just now. It's fucking crazy because it goes in your pocket with no problem. I love that. Exactly. Yeah, it goes right in your it, pocket, but it's not coming off of there. Um, so I think I, that's, I really appreciate. That's like my number one gripe sometimes if it's just super loose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I hate uh, it when so it's super I try to loose. do the same thing with milled clips. I, I actually give them a similar profile where they're pretty loaded. And I try to make the the bend, you know, the area where it's taking all the spring, same thickness as my spring clip. So it really acts as a spring clip. Um, because I, I've had a lot of knives okay. with milled clips. And to be honest, uh, generally I just don't prefer them uh, uh, from a functionality standpoint just the amount of tension and i mean and st- i'm not saying they can't be done well because there's plenty of them that are but uh, it's a hard thing to get right yeah you're you're not wrong it's one of those fundamental things again i think um i so it seems to be half and half like I, i've had some really great milled clips and i've had some that are just absolute garbage um mm-hmm. i i think it's i think spring clips are probably more consistent I know yeah. some people don't like them, a, but I, in terms of functionality, like it's you're, you're going to get it. Wire clip as well. A I lot think wire too. clip is like the extreme end of the spectrum again. So like, yeah, wire clip would be really fucking bendy, and then um, milk clip would be like really, really rigid. So um, mm. yep. yeah, I think that's why I'm anti anti wire clip. I, they're just you're a fucking they're so soft in the pocket. You're soft. Right? Fucking you're fight soft. me. You're soft in the pocket. No, those you're soft I have, in the pocket, I have had, I've broken one. <laughs> I've never broken I, they one. They slide out. They're absolute trash. Never broken one. 
I think it depends, right? Like, I think this, yeah, that's why I think the spring like spoon clip. Is, and like, to further really your question there, Mark, I, well. I think the I think clip is uh, the thing I get the most flack on, um, really? because uh, people do dislike really spring clips. Yeah. Um, huh. You know, I get a lot of you know, why don't you do milled clips? Why don't you, you know, whatever the gripe is with spring clips. And uh, it's just something I, I, you know, disagree with on kind of a fundamental level. I think that the way I do them uh, just makes the knife <laughs> more user friendly. Um, and, you know, I think there are alternatives that I am pursuing, you know, like milled clips and deep carry stuff. Yeah. But they've got to be right. Like, I'm not going to put them on there until they're dialed. I, I think the, the fascination no, with deep carry is really sense. interesting to me because nine times out of ten, they're more difficult to get out of the pocket there's a few exceptions to that agree um but like like the archon for example there's like that nice little half inch you can grab and just pull no problem yeah mm-hmm. yeah um right my my issue with deep carry and the way that a lot of companies do it is they're just like you know what the, the clip will fit here we'll slap it on here yeah don't worry about how it's going to get in right? and out of your Sometimes pocket it feels like just purely after yeah or they'll like... completely scrap their ergonomics just to fit this fucking clip on it yeah that ain't it chief Yep. Absolutely. I don't. I don't think people necessarily think, understand yeah, what they're asking for um, when they were like, "I always really like a, these." A balance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You want because for me, I don't want it all the way in my pocket. I want you know probably a quarter inch to maybe a half inch sticking out to be able to grab yeah, yeah, yeah. it. But I don't want any like more hyper, than that. Hyper mm-hmm. deep carry. Um, that's not the Oof, best thing. In no, the thank world. you. But yeah, that ain't it, dog. <laughs> Okay, uh, <laughs> finishing up with a couple more questions uh, before we end the podcast. Um, just talking a bit more about yourself. Uh, well, your knives, Jesse. Like, um, ha- walk us through your process of like how you make knives, like where it starts yeah. like, from a piece of paper or whatever, and then how much time does that usually take as well? Because you're doing it full time. Sure. Yeah. Yes. So I think I've... <laughs> it's hard to say because I don't know that many people's process, but mm. I think I've got a somewhat unique process because I do a lot of bulk work on certain processes. So I see you have heat treat in the question. Yeah. Um, So I'll buy like a ton of steel, like enough to make, you know, two, 300 knives. And I'll cut it up into coupons that are big enough for blades or whatever. And then I'll I'll send them off to heat treat and then I'll have surface ground. So I have all these pieces of steel that are the right size to make a knife out of ready to roll nice. versus cutting out each one independently heat treating it you know all that stuff i see yeah. that as a, a bit of an inefficiency oh. yeah, yeah and so if i've got like steel ready to go and i'm not going to run out it's like oh i can make whatever i want whenever i want right yeah, yeah. if i need to make 10 knives i can do it i don't really want to make 10 knives at a time <laughs> um but you know i have the capability i'm not limited by what i have on hand yeah. um and that kind of started earlier in my career um, once I kind of started picking up a little bit of, you know, enough popularity where people were buying, I was selling out, right? I was selling out of stuff on my website or at shows. I was like, man, I need to make more knives. Yeah. So I started doing these more budget-friendly fixed blade builds, and I was doing, like, huge batches. And they were 100% handmade. So I was doing, like, 100-piece fixed blade runs and like... I, I don't even know how I did it because it's insane to me now. Um, but I was doing these crazy volumes for a, a one-man shop. And I just kind of learned how to do things efficiently without sacrificing quality. Nice. And 
I've carried a lot of those things I've developed into where I am now, where I'm, you know, I'm not making those batch quality quantities anymore. I'm making yeah. two to maybe five knives at a time. Mm. But there's a lot of things I've done to get a knife done ahead of time yeah. uh, that make my life a lot easier, like yeah. having a ton of stuff heat treated and surface ground and all that jazz. Yeah. I think that's like that's a very interesting thing because like one of the first things I realized when I started uh, looking at more of your knives was the fact that um, you say like what seventy five percent handmade and then twenty five percent CNC. You're like very transparent about um, what goes where, and I feel like some makers are a bit more conservative with that because they they don't want to admit mm. that they outsource. Or if they do outsource, they they don't want to they don't want to like seem like they're overcharging or whatever. But I think you have a, like a really right. good balance of um and especially like now that you mentioned that you've done it since, you know like, basically the start right when you started picking up traction. That's like really really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah it, it's I think that's really important to be transparent. I don't really think how you make knives is important. Yeah. Like if you make fully CNC knives. If you make totally hand ni- handmade knives, yeah. some people care, but they're like the one percent, right? Yeah. yeah. Generally, people buy what they like. They they're into something, they're gonna buy it. They don't care how you made it, yeah. as long as you're doing your best and like you're into what you're making. Yeah. Like you need to be passionate about it and all that. Exactly. Yeah. Like just because it's, that's a that's a refreshing yeah. perspective. Just because you you handmade yeah. or like you um, UCNC or whatever. Um, like, yeah. it doesn't detract at all, you know? Wait, what um, you're telling me is you don't think CNC makers are completely invalid and they need to leave the knife hobby? <laughs> they just put Come some on, numbers guys. in the machine and then they, they yeah, hit the go. Yeah, the machine like, does everything. And Nick, Nick is going to listen to this and he's just going to shoot me the next time he sees me. <laughs> he probably fucking is. <laughs> you just press the button. No, I, just... <laughs> I envy guys who have a CNC and I hope to get there, but at the same time, I am terrified of what I'm going to have to do to learn that machine. That's what yeah, I've heard is the, the learning the same, process is um, a fucking nightmare. Like, I'm not close to that by any means. Like, the knives I have made are basically all off, like, the grinder, joke press, whatever. Um, and uh, the biggest kind of similarity I could say with that was when I was starting to learn how to sharpen because, you know, mm-hmm. people argue about, like, freehand versus uh, fixed fix system and some people just take it to the belt grinder. And they're all valid, you know? And kind of just... Mm-hmm. Kind of just... I don't know, like acknowledging they're all valid. I feel like a lot of people are struggling to understand. Um, mm-hmm. Even with grinding and shit like that, they're like, oh, if you don't have a fucking miscool dry ice system and your room isn't fucking like <laughs> as cold as the Antarctic, your your knives are going to overheat. Like, I what I find funny that's... too is the, the people that are bitching about it and whining about it usually are not the people making the knives. That is a hundred percent true as well. Oh, that's, definitely yeah, not. Yeah. That's very interesting. Eh? Well, it's <laughs> like yeah. Well, it's like the same people that have no idea what it takes to even make anything want like the most to do with what, how people do it. I'm just going off. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anymore, uh, knives are a weird thing that have carried a lot of. Uh, I don't know if you call it like myth around them forever. Like I don't know if you've heard, ever heard the one like if you get an authentic Japanese katana, you can cut like a 50 cal barrel and half like what stupid shit oh, like God. that yeah like yeah. like yeah it, it's not that extreme anymore but you know what i mean there's these weird myths wood still out there and uh, it's just bizarre how, how some of these things stick. i think yeah. the, the normal public perception of nice ma- knife makers is incorrect as well um i remember when i when i was first kind of getting into knives and i 
He's like, oh, I, I was ta- telling my wife I got my first custom, and she was like, oh wow, so they like they like forged the steel and everything. I was like, no, not th- that. would be a whole other fucking pro. Like that's a whole other thing. <laughs> that- Literally everybody I meet. So so like that forged in fire show. Oh uh, god, yeah, no, nope. don't. Is that what nope. you do? Not, not at all. So Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, like when I yeah, say nope. when I say I make knives once in a while, people are like, so what? What does that mean? I'm like, um. It's like blacksmithing, but like less cool. Let's go with that. Like lazy. And then they're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, it's so dumb, man. I don't know. I mean, there's. I don't think people realize the time commitment it would take if you made a knife from fucking scratch. Like if you went and oh, no. like yeah, mined the fucking it, ore and like came by and then boom, knife. Oh, yeah. That's they it. would but be that's what people $20,000. They wouldn't be fucking, you know, 800 I- bucks. I do think there's there's a misconception too of I mean learning to CNC is not a short and easy process just because no. something's no CNC people that have been doing it for years are still learning the shit right yeah and by the way you so have I, to I, shell like, out eighty grand to get into this machine yeah so. at the low end <laughs> yeah you better yeah. learn how to use it correctly or you'll I did I did quite a bit of like learning to CNC in in college and like oh my god Dude, it's so funny <laughs> it's, it's so funny every easy. time Nick. Uh, mentions that like he breaks an eighty dollar bit or something to make like like oh, ten God. or eleven knives. Mm-hmm. Dude, he's like, breaking oh, shit constantly. I don't yeah, because he's is. constantly like testing what his machine can do because it's still relatively new. This mm-hmm. is a second CNC, and so what, I, I just think he's a fucking amateur. I think that's what that is. <laughs> yeah, he clearly doesn't right, know bro. what he's like, doing, bro. Those are numbers. Just type them <laughs> in the computer. Press enter. How hard? Can you... Yeah, let the computer speak, fix Speaking the bits of too. someone that has absolutely exploded <laughs> a three quarter inch end mill on a CNC. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, been there, done that. Got the T-shirt. <laughs> yeah, there's just so much like there's so much intricacy to it, right? I mean, I, I think cool. I think like oh, you said, yeah. all all ways are valid. I think it's yeah, just what exactly. works for you. Yeah. Like Aaron Frederick works. fucking uses files still, like, and that's Yo, that's his prerogative. Oh yeah, he can do that. Like that's totally cool. Mm-hmm. And then you have people that are full CNC, like, and and anything in between. It, it's all all that really matters. Like you said. To 99% of the people is the end product. Is the knife good? Yep. Right. That's all that fucking counts at the end of the day. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, and if you have enough passion, so guess, your work will get good eventually. That's it. It's just practice, mm-hmm. right? You know. um, so kind of circling back to where we started with this, though, so you're talking about how you, you often are doing kind of large batch work and, you know, making blades and, and similar. I guess per knife, how much time do you think goes into each one? That is a really hard question to answer. Um, I feel like you cut down the time. How, how do you a bunch quantify already? Your time like you're really like efficient that. with it. So yeah, because you have to factor in the time you spend and all that prep work too. So oh yeah, it's like the yeah, knives, and the design, and the... in reality, the knives are spread out across a huge span of time. Yep, yep, yep. But I might only be working to finish one, like over the course of a week or two. Okay. Like for example, I've got. No, I did uh, with Jake's input in there. I had six Archons on the bench uh, at the start of last week, so Monday. And I'm hoping to have them all done tomorrow. Okay. But that wasn't start to finish because I already had prep work done. Like, I had blanks already made. You know, everything was prepped to go prior to that. So, it's really hard. Like, I don't even know. I don't even know how to answer that. That's fair though. Uh, that's that's reasonable. But the thing is, you have like <laughs> yeah. a long period of time, but you also have like a huge volume. You know, you're capable of doing huge volume if you had to, and I think that's uh, right. Yeah, that's very different from what a lot of people. Yeah, do. like 
Yeah, like I said, I do a lot of volume on uh, less critical tasks, you know, stuff that yeah. is not a skilled labor job. It's it's a waste of my time. You know, my time's better spent yeah. doing handmade, you know, nicely contoured scales exactly. and grinding blades and, you know, doing all the, the knife maker shit. Yeah. So that's really cool. That's good. I think that's a, that's the efficient way to do it because there there are still people like when I was starting to make and stuff like it was like um, you have to you absolutely have to individually heat treat in like a tiny fucking oven in, your, in a tiny kiln in mm. your house. And you have to do them one by one, and you have to individually grind every single blade, et cetera, et cetera. And I don't know. You also man. have to build right. your own fucking kiln, and oh yeah, that's do it. all everything <laughs> yourself. If you rely on anyone else, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, that's it. You have to like make your well, own dude. electricity by running in a hamster wheel. If you don't do that, like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and this, we could take this conversation on forever. But like the way I see it, when I'm outsourcing certain processes like heat treat, like I'm sending to a company that does crazy shit like making knives to them is nothing like they've got the science dialed for parts that are way more critical than a knife so i trust them more than i could trust myself with a janky ass heat treats (laughs) setup you know what i mean um and i'm I'm not hashing on anybody like dudes are doing great doing one at a time you know heat treating on their own but i'm just saying like paying someone with a multi-million dollar facility to do a good job versus me spending all day heat treating a couple of blades it's just like it, yeah. it makes sense I well also at that point you're sacrificing your your time that you could be using to do other processes that do require mm-hmm. your exactly. attention for your design it's just an efficiency thing yeah 100 yeah. just an efficiency thing that's really cool like i think you're the first maker we've ever talked to that um has kind of just been like very fucking efficient and doing shit in bulk but also uh, has that I mean, handmade you, parts. You, you've been doing this for, I'm not sure exactly how long, but you've been doing it seem, seemingly for a decent bit of time. So that, that probably kind of comes with it, you know? Yeah. Is, is yeah, being thanks. like, so ah, this is taking fucking forever. Years this year. 14? 14 years. Jesus. Yeah. Holy how long, shit. Yeah. How, long, how much of that has been full time? Uh, 11. Jesus Christ. I feel oh, really bad now wow. for not having like heard about you much. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, Jake. Fuck off. No, I'm just to be to be fair, <laughs> yeah, I didn't Jake, know who the fuck, fuck Kit yourself. Carson was till about a month ago. And oh my god, bro! Jake. Like, I'm I'm sorry, yeah, guys. There's so many fucking makers. There's so there many are. makers. You're getting demoted. I feel dead, like Jesse is happening. probably one of the the first few I heard just from K Bar. Um, speaking mm-hmm. of, um, what is your like? Where do you see the future of your relationship going with K Bar? Um, like. They're going to get married and have be, kids. Yeah, that's, they're gonna, yeah, they're going to get married. Yes. That's it. <laughs> no, I really love K-Bar. Like, the, yep. the people who work there are like actual people. friends of mine. Like, they're they're great people. Um, so I hope, you know, we continue doing what we're doing for a long while. Uh, they're going through some interesting transitions as a really? company. I think they're really trying to um, kind of up the game. So I'm, I'm just oh, excited to see where they're going as a company. And hopefully to be along for the ride as long as they'll have me. So I mean, if they if they're um, growing up and, and you're plans, part of it, I'm interested. So. Yeah, right. Like the the whole you know part of the reason I got invited to work with them was they wanted to um, get more you know modern designers uh, to work on modern projects, and it's kind of been a long process at getting there, but they're making some some awesome headway. So. Like I said, I'm excited to see what the future holds for both of us. It's good to um, hear, man. Right now, 
yeah, we're working on some stuff. Uh, I can't say when we'll have any new releases. It's a long process, but uh, can we get hints? Yeah, they're can we get they're hints, great. Please, we're gonna kid- any any specs? <laughs> no, no hints. No. Uh, I, <laughs> no, I feel like when you get to to be as like as as with as much history and size as Kmart has, making movements like that are they have to be yeah, slow. Yeah, huge, right? Yeah. Like you, you can't when right, when you're that big, you can't move very very quickly. Yeah. No, and and that's that's a I think a difficult thing, and I don't know all the ins and outs of it. I don't, you know, I'm not running that company, yeah. but people have a perception of Kbar, and I think it's really hard to throw something out there that doesn't fall within those uh, within the box that people envision. Yeah, it's, it's a risk. Kbar, right? Well, so yeah, so they've got to slowly step outside of that box and get people comfortable with what they're doing. Well, K Bar is known for like two things, right? The the U USMC mm-hmm. USMC yep dagger, mm-hmm. uh, USMC the fighter, bayonet, yeah. and the that one sport that uh, killed a terrorist uh, that one time. That's like <laughs> Jesus Christ. The two things they're known for in my mind. Um, uh, the the Becker line for them is immense as well. Yeah, that's I it. know, like it's. Yeah, the 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 that's a, that's a that's a very separate part of the knife world than I think all of us are involved in. Yeah, but yeah. I don't think people recognize in our universe how big of a name Ethan Becker is in the industry. Like that man is a giant, Becker, yeah, um, and a super cool guy too. Camping camping stuff, right? Like well, utilitarian mm-hmm. camping yeah. stuff. Yeah, that's yep. that's really really cool. Um, yeah, and looking at their stuff, right? I, had I don't a know. Becker BK2. Just kind of looking right? at it, like, uh, let's see some of the, the guys they've collabed with, right? Like, uh, Snowdy, who is um, Vex's favorite. The legend. Yeah, He's a legend. Um, there's you, of course. There's Hinderer. Um, there's uh, Bob Dozier. And then there's also Becker. I feel like moving all of them into a more kind of like modern. Um, what's it? Like, not era, but more modern kind of environment would be really cool um mm-hmm. but yeah i'm looking at and they also yeah. uh they're partnered with spartan bladeworks nowadays oh, shit. oh are they yeah. interesting combo yeah that's big yeah nice let me see wait spartan yeah spartan actually did a, a magna cut upgraded version of the classic uh, usmc that's fighter. sick that's very cool oh, yeah i think awesome. that's that's probably the way forward for them just like starting to break that mold like still um you know having that um that k-bar charm well them, i mean you know? they they've been around as mm-hmm. long as they have obviously because they're doing oh, something yeah. that people like mm-hmm. um but ma- making this shift is it's it's i don't think it's a bad move at all um and you you mm-hmm. can still have these really cool like classic like the usmc fighter or the becker stuff oh, and yeah. And, yeah. and still expand as well yeah yeah sure. Yeah, the, the fighter isn't going anywhere. That might be one of the most <laughs> famous. Oh, no, I think people would fucking time. riot. <laughs> it's one of the most well-known. So yeah. you heard it here first, folks. Um, next thing coming out of K-Bar's line from Jesse is the Magna Cut Spork. Um, Can you do it in the Space Force colors, please? <laughs> in Space Force colors? Yeah. Oh, Dude, no. No, no shit, the Space Force don't, USMC, don't I was I saw it at uh, Smoky Mountain Knife Works, oh, and I was God. like, I kind of I kind of so want funny. this. Oh. Don't hate it. Don't Dude, hate they, it. Uh, oh, my God. 
<laughs> love or hate the the uh, trend. I don't know if you guys remember the zombie thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, like, yeah. K- K-Bar was the at the forefront era. of that, dude. They Let's That's how they made their millions. The the they probably made a the, record the zombie greed. Oh, yeah. yeah did you know, I don't know if you guys oh, are, like, have heard about this, but like zombie knives fuck? in particular. So with that color scheme, it's banned in the UK. Like specifically, yeah, yeah, what? yeah. I knew that. What? Yeah, you didn't know that. Everything's banned in the UK. That's the. It's, so if, if makes it has no like sense. blood spatter, if it has, uh, it's like with bright green. It's completely banned in the UK. That specifically, that color scheme. That is that's hilarious. Bizarre. Yeah, that's it's strange. so dumb. Like, um, there's a clause in the in the law that just says like no zombie knives. Uh, zombie knives are prohibited. So <laughs> I don't mean yeah, to alarm anyone, but uh, K Bar makes a pizza cutter. Yo. Yes, they do. What the fuck? Okay, I will. I, I will redirect all of us to episode like sixty three when we had that discussion about pizza cutters versus scissors yes, for pizza. Yes, I, I still haven't. And scissors for pizza remains. Superior. They make a, a a spoon also called the dessert destroyer ice cream spoon. That's pretty cool. That's quite epic. It's like arrowheaded. And shit. Yeah, they do a lot of uh, a lot of those like K bar handled uh, things, and they sell the shit. Yeah, that it's is like kind of cool. Creamid. Oh yeah, Creamid. Is that what the fuck it's called? I don't know. Dessert destroyer ice cream scoop. Destroyer, That's yeah. pretty cool. It, cha- it changes the so names good. all the time. I don't know what the most. Yeah, it's, it's like a hard person. fucking plastic injection molded thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was in the jungle and I knew it was the dessert or me. That was why I was happy to have a high quality <laughs> scoop in my hand. What the fuck? I'm just, I'm just reading one of the uh, one of the reviews, like the only review for the fucking. Ice I game. I appreciate that they can be self aware about stuff. Yeah, but I mean they yeah. sell. I mean, um, dude, they sell, right? Like we can't say shit about that. We have any other questions for Jesse at all? Yes. Uh, I don't think so. It's uh, just wanted to say thanks um, for having, thanks for I mean, being on here. Yeah, appreciate it, man. For real. Yeah. Oh yeah, thank you guys. It's a real pleasure to be here and I'm, I'm very grateful for the opportunity i'm always happy to to give a new maker some uh you know some exposure <laughs> Got a, one of those unknown don't, makers don't forget never done anything eventually you know. in like <laughs> 10 20 years i don't know maybe one day you'll have a collaboration with one of those cool big companies like k-bar <laughs> can't wait to see the the, the the fucking jesse spork <laughs> The Jesse Spark, let's go. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Yeah, thanks so much for joining us, man. It was, like, really nice talking to you. Oh. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a great time, guys. It was a lot of fun. You're, like, probably one of the most um, interesting, like, old school and new school makers we've talked to. Um, and I think it really shines in your work. Yeah, you're, like, that weird in-between. Yeah, yeah, you're Not a weird, wonderful you're in-between. Because sometimes you have, like, pure CNC and then we have pure handmade. And I think you're, like, the best mix of both we've ever had. Um, so, yeah, it's really yeah, nice. It's, it's been a funny realization to me during this conversation it, it is weird like i've i don't want to drag our conversation on but like, fine. i've always kind of wondered you know wondered my my place and like how to describe myself within the industry yeah. but I've, like this conversation i think did help with that i am kind of like a a funny uh in between i'm a hybrid of a lot yeah, it's of, like a yeah, mix of like old and, school and, and uh, new school yeah, I think that's a stuff. great place to be, man. Yeah. Like, be be proud of that. That's like... yeah. Take advantage of, I mean, both of them. Honestly, I feel like if yeah. you're ignoring one, you're kind of doing yourself a disservice. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, uh, thank you guys for listening. All right, who wants to do the outro? <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Feel free to send us more emails. Uh, congrats again to Chris uh, on your win of the Spiderco Chaparral uh, in our giveaway. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll catch you guys in the next one. Feel free to email um, us at behindtheedgepod at, gmail. at gmail.com. Yep. And 
Nailed if it. you Nailed it. want yep. us to give away more knives, um, we did money. that thanks to our Patreon. <laughs> um, it's patreon.com backslash behind the edge. We have not been keeping any of that money. We've been pulling it up. So the next giveaway is going to be, be even bigger. So be That's hyped right. for that. And we, we do really want to give away more stuff. It's a whole lot of fun for yeah, us. Yeah, and we so, don't need any uh, other like equipment or anything right free. now. So, yeah, boom, yeah, knives. should be good. Fuck no. Yep. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, thank you, Jesse, for cool. being here. We'll catch you guys in the next episode. Hope you guys had a good time listening. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace, fellas. Bye. Bye. See you. Give us more money. Fucking nerds. Yeah. <laughs>